All right. Hello and welcome just to family. This is giving you something to talk about or just a live TV as I like to call it. I'm your host, Melissa Kretschler. I'm an identity coach, spiritual teacher, business mentor, and creator, founder of not only just a live TV, but also the Women's Sporting Women Can Network. Speaking of the Women's Sporting Women Can Network, that is our sponsor today. If you would like to join a group that is made for women by women, uh, share your experiences, get inspired, inspiration and information for your own journeys and feel supported and accepted while you navigate through your life as a woman go and join the facebook group um women supporting women so go and check that out link in the description today's episode we are talking about the fears and joys of giving birth and i'm super excited for this one i think there are going to be things that we haven't talked about before and maybe we should be talking about so i'm going to hand it over to our guest speaker to introduce herself Micah, would you like to do the honors? Absolutely. Hey, y'all. I am Micah Burgess. I have been a birth doula in Waco, Texas for over 20 years, and I absolutely 100% love what I do. I have six kiddos of my own. Yes, I did birth all six. That's a common question I get asked. I think some people are a blended family. No, gave birth to all six. Um, Unique birth stories. Um, I decided to become a doula. Wow. Like I said, over 20, well, I've been attending births for over 20, well, 32 years. My nephew is now 32. That was the first birth I attended. So been exposed to that uh, world for a long time. Um, and I've been helping primarily uh, families that are wanting to have a more natural experience, but they will be delivering in the hospital. And I think a lot of people don't understand or realize exactly what we do as birth doulas and are surprised to hear that we support people within a hospital setting. Um, and I, I say we because I started a team here in Waco. I was a um, mentor and apprentice for local doulas and have recently shifted to becoming an online uh, doula mentor uh, for doulas all over the country to help them have a successful doula business career like I've had here in the Waco area. So that's been a lot of fun. Uh, what else? I'm a podcast host and an author. Wow. Very many hats. Always yes. have lots of hats. Um, so we're coming to this episode. You're a mom of six. I'm a mom of four, three. I gave birth to, but still. Yeah. Um, and we're talking about birth stories and and the fears and joys of giving birth. And one of the things that I wanted to really just start off mentioning in this episode is that it's almost like a given when you get moms all together in a room. I don't know how it gravitates to this, but we start sharing our birth stories, whether they're <laughs> yeah. whether great. It's just like an automatic thing. It is that we do. Right. Like, I don't know why we're drawn to it. And it's it's not a competition. It's kind of like, oh my goodness, that one was horrid or, oh my goodness, that one was easier or whatever. But we do, we start to compare, not in a, not in a judgmental way, but we do start to compare uh, notes on our birthing stories. And one of the things that you and I wanted to talk about today is the fear that that can create. I think we don't realize as moms because we've been through it. Um, but when we've given birth, it's it's natural to us, right? We've we've been through it, we've done it, been there, done that, shared the story, wear the t-shirt, whatever. Um, but for women who haven't been there, done that, we right. share our stories, and sometimes our stories can create a lot of this fear and anxiety 
in women who are potential. I told my, my now 13, soon to be 14 year old daughter, I told her, you know, some of my birth stories and she's like, I'm never having kids. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Like it's, it's not that bad. Um, and it doesn't have to be that bad. Uh, my stories range. I, I never really had a, a serious complication. I felt like I was dying after my last one. Um, but I never really had any of that worries. I had all three of my children naturally. I did have the gas with one of them, but, um, and I think fentanyl, uh -huh. yes, yes, one this year. So yeah, it would have been, I think mild fentanyl with him. Um, or was it my middle one? My middle one. Yeah. It was my middle one. It was the crazy one. It's the 13 year old. Cause she was horrible. Um, <laughs> But we do, we share those stories and then it creates this fear in, in, you know, expectant mothers or young girls who, you know, dream of being mothers. What do you think of that? Like, what are your thoughts on that? Yes, you are exactly right. And honestly, it is why I wrote my book. Um, it's called The Humor in Birth, Stories and Insights from a Doula. And, and the purpose of that book is to help normalize childbirth. It is you know, it, it's happening over and over and over and over and over again. It's never going to go out of style. <laughs> People are always going to be having babies and it is just a normal part of life. Can there be um, births that are traumatic? Oh, 100%. Absolutely. Uh, can something go wrong? Yes. And we need to be educated and know what those things are so that we are prepared and, and ready to take on potential challenges. 100%. Um, but overall, what I really want people to hear and know and learn and understand is that childbirth can be a really positive experience, even if it's difficult. I mean, listen, it is difficult. FYI, if you haven't had a baby, it is hard. I'm, yes. I, I cannot sugarcoat that one. It is hard. Probably the hardest thing you're ever going to do. However, women keep having more and more babies. They don't stop at one, right? So you're not dying. It is a... Well, okay, let me back that up just a second. <laughs> I want everybody to understand that when I'm talking about childbirth and from my perspective and what I'm trying to give away and the message that I want to present, I understand that there are exceptions to the rules. I understand that women have died in childbirth and that unfortunately can still happen today. There can be infant fatalities. I know that. Um, and, and that is a very, very hard subject to talk about. And, and there are people that need more support as a result of the trauma that they did experience. So I'm, I'm not in this con conversation, I'm not talking about those particular scenarios. I really want to help paint the picture of the overall experience that childbirth can bring. And when my husband and I look back at our birth experiences, again, hard for sure. Um, we look back with a sense of awe and excitement and it, it, it is one of the most monumental things you're ever going to do in your entire life is give birth. And it's exciting to be a part and to witness. And it's rewarding to be able to support someone who's going through that journey, um, who's looking to have a positive outcome and again, that is why I wrote the book. Um, it's all about my career as a doula and 
um, helping families um, achieve the kind of birth experience that they want to have. And uh, I particularly highlight an aspect that's not talked about very often, and that is this lighthearted, enjoyable, even humorous moments that can happen throughout the childbirth experience. And what I've seen over the years, um, even with my own birth experiences, that when you embrace and really recognize that, oh my goodness, that was so funny what that doctor just said. I mean, uncensored, right? Or the fact that I knocked over the, the coffee or whatever it was, whatever those scenarios are, whatever those moments can be, when, when you embrace those and acknowledge that that was humorous or lighthearted, it just reminds you, oh, okay, everything's okay. I'm, I'm okay. I'm having a baby. It's, it doesn't have to be um, a medical emergency situation. You know, it, it's, we're giving birth. And so I think that that actually helps to strengthen you in the middle of labor to take that opportunity to go, oh my goodness, that was so funny. Maybe laugh for a second. It, you kind of take the lid off the pressure cooker, so to speak. You know, there's all this intense. Let the steam off. Yeah, let some of the steam off. And it, and it really mentally can strengthen you um, throughout that laboring process. And so, and that's why I've started my podcast as well, because I want people to hear more and more positive childbirth experiences. And so, yeah, I've got uh, repeat clients that are on there. I share my own stories. I have, um, you know, lots of uh, specialists on there, including doctors that I've gotten the chance to interview. Uh, anyway, it, it's just been a lot of fun. And then of course I have a lot of tips on there for people that are looking for a more natural experience. And that's one of the reasons we're here is to give people those tips and those tricks and right. talk about our experiences, right? Um, I, I love the humor in, in childbirth. I peed on my doctor <laughs> while I was delivering my child. Right. That's awesome. Um, so I was looking for statistics on, um, the level of severity or, or negativity in childbirth based on fear. And mm. they actually did a study and most people who go in with intermittent intermediate or like a higher rate of fear are actually more prone to cesarean, more prone to any complications in birth. Yeah. I've yeah. had three births myself. And my first one, I was 19. Um, yes, I was young when I had my oldest. Um, but I had him and it was, you know, I was in labor for six hours, it was easy labor, easier labor. Um, right. And it was done and it was over. And I was like, oh, I could do this again, right? Like it was, it was okay. And then I had my second daughter and, and unfortunately with her, I had to be medicated while I was uh, in labor. Um, what was it? Um, staph B or strep B? Mm, right. Strep B. Yeah. So I had had an infection at some point during my right. pregnancy that created that. So um, I had to be, I had to have an IV. I had to have two rounds of antibiotics while I was in labor and so that created a little bit more fear in me. I'm not needle friendly. I can get tattoos like a pro, but when it comes to IVs or blood work, I am chicken and I will shake the bed from, from my reaction. I go into shock. So um, that was a little bit more leery for me. So I went into that experience with a little bit more fear. Um, my water didn't break properly, so they had to break it for me, which 
you know, threw me in a panic because that's what I didn't, I didn't, you know, I'd never experienced that. And I was worried. Um, so I had a very intense, very painful, uh, very quick labor at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, I had her 20 minutes after they broke my water. So it was, and I was screaming. So needless to say, that was that one. And then my third daughter, um, I lived 45 minutes out of town, an hour uh, out of town. And so I'd never had that. I lived close to the hospital for my first two. And to be an hour out of town, that created a little bit of fear. Um, It was her actual due date that I started to notice that I was bleeding. And that was very traumatic for me. I was like, okay, well, what's going on? So I went to the the hospital. They said she's uh, stressed, not in distress, but stressed. So they had to break my water at her 20 minutes later. Um, and that one was very fast and very draining. So the more fear that I had in those labor experiences, the more drained I was, the more, um, traumatic, the, the experience, the more, and like I said, most of my labors were mild, right? My birthing stories, but again, for me, they weren't. And so, Uh, They absolutely could have been worse. But I think that talking to women and and educating them and saying, hey, you know, these are all the possibilities while they're, you know, far out possibilities. If you go in there thinking, and I think the power of your mind and and setting that intention as well, right? I'm spiritual. So of course, setting intention. But if you go into something with an open mind, with a positive outlook, with the decision and the choice that you're going to do it a certain way, yes, stuff comes up and you can't, but you deal with that as it comes. Going in there and saying, this is what I want. This is what I like. Um, We have a blog post on uh, birthing options and you can go check that out. Um, But again, it's going in there with that mindset of knowing this is how I want it to be. Right. If something happens, then I'll readjust, then we'll deal with that as it comes, right? But not going into that with the fear, right? If you're, if you're a woman and your mom or your grandma or your sister or any one of your friends and family who've had kids, if they're telling you their stories, it's not because they're trying to freak you out to the point where you don't have kids, right? It's expressing that, you know, hey, this happens, but I'm, you know, Ask 90%, 95%, because there are that 5% that aren't great, but um, ask 95% of mothers whether or not that experience was worth it in the long run, because that experience doesn't last the next 18 years. That child is the next 18 years. And right. so going through that six hours, one hour, 24 hours, 36 hours, seven days, it depends, depends where your story is. Going through that with that outlook of, you know, when this is all over, it's over. I'm going to have this baby for the rest of my life. And it's it's a beautiful situation. It is. And and I think you touched on it uh, for a second there that, you know, at the end of the day, childbirth is a mental game. Mm-hmm. And while one of the big things that I do as a birth doula is really help support um, this mama physically, whether that is, um, hey, let's find the best position that makes you the most comfortable, but then also there's still good productive contractions and we're helping to bring baby down. Hey, I think it's time to walk the halls a little bit. Yes, let me do hip squeezes or back massage for you. I mean, there's all kinds of physical support um, that I can uh, give my clients, but definitely the most beneficial thing um, 
that I'm able to do is help them mentally and emotionally support them in that way. It is, it is yes, 100% a mental game. Most of my clients want, once we figure out um, kind of what that, um, what that calming ritual, rhythmic way of managing and dealing with your contractions, once we find that, that I mean, you can do that for hours, honestly. Um, I, and then what happens is after you have been doing it for hours and it's been going well, at some point it's going to get more intense. The contractions last longer and there's not as much time to recover. And so then that's when the doubt starts coming in. Oh my goodness. Now it just shifted to another gear. This is a little bit harder. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing, but how long can I keep doing this? How long am I going to have to keep doing this? I think that's probably the biggest concern uh, when you're right smack dab in the middle of the process. And that's really when, I mean, listen, you guys, I'm going to tell you right up front, if you have a doula in your area, you have access to a support person, I'm going to encourage you to at least do the interview. Um, It is very, very helpful to have a support person there. Um, But if you don't, and you have a loved one that's going to be with you, whether that is a spouse or like you said, your mom or your sister is going to be there, then take full advantage of them being there. And um, that loved one can really help say, hey, I can tell that it's getting harder. Um, You're doing so, so beautifully. You have managed your contractions so well. Let's just keep doing what we're doing or, hey, let's find a different position or, Um, Let's try this tactic with breathing. Um, You know, there's lots of different things that we can do to help shift and change the mindset, change the game plan, shorten the game plan. That's one of my tricks. Uh, When you kind of put together this game plan that lasts about 45 minutes, hey, first let's do this and then we'll try this. We'll go, you know, do three contractions on the potty and then come lay on our side. And then, you know what I'm saying? Then you just shortened this, there's a light at the end of the tunnel, so to speak. So in 45 minutes, we're checking back in, we're going to reevaluate. And that gives um, this mama an opportunity to go, okay, I can do 45 minutes, right? And then now she feels better about what's happening next. And nine times out of 10, two more hours will go by before she says anything again, like, "Uh uh-uh, no, I can't. I don't know if I can do that. You know, the doubt starts to creep back in. Uh, So that's that's a really good tip. Breathing is huge, you guys, huge, huge, huge. Really good deep breaths in through your nose, blowing everything down and out of your mouth. The more relaxed you are, the less it hurts and the faster it goes. So to your point about fear, um, when we're afraid, we're tense and we're going to, you want to get away from fear. you're, You're trying to escape whatever it is that's causing that tension and that fear, that doubt, that pain. You're trying to get away from it. And the more you struggle and try to get away from it and tense up, the worse it's going to be. So um, we really help prepare our clients for that. And and that is the goal is to help you relax the muscles in your body, clear your mind. Um, You're blowing everything out, all of the pain out, all of the, the doubts out and it's very important that between the contractions, once a contraction's over, you acknowledge and recognize that you're okay. That one's done. You really are okay between contractions. <laughs> I mean, 
everything feels pretty normal for the most part, unless you're at that point where there's lots of pressure in your perineum because baby's head's just right there and it's almost time to give birth. Uh, beyond that, you, you sh really should be able to go, okay, I, that's over. That's good. I'm done. And then you've got several minutes, depending on how far along you are in the process to recover, to relax and to be ready for the next one. Right. And so all of those things that I just named and all of those things that I just mentioned, the goal of those are to help you embrace what's happening in your body. Cooperate with the contractions. The contractions are your friends. If you can keep that in your head, this is what's bringing my baby here. Yes, this is what I want. Instead of shaking your head, no, 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 here comes another contraction. Uh, it's yes, this is what I want because I want my baby. I'm ready to have my baby. So just that small shift mentally can really help your physical body cooperate with what is going on. The contractions are your friend. They are good. And so that's one thing I tell my clients all the time. Um, harnessing energy. So, and, and not in a spiritual woo way you can absolutely, <laughs> but thinking about all the women before you, we have mm -hmm. had multiple thousands of years yeah. on yeah. this earth. And we're at a point in life where, or in society, where we have all of these newfangled things that, you know, can help. But if you think about it, since the dawn of time, women have been giving birth and women, right. you know, women like you, women who have similarities to you, women who, you know, have overcome struggles, struggles like you, your own parents, your grandparents, your great grandparents, like all of these people had to give birth to get to you and get to the right. point where you're now giving birth. Yeah. And it's like, you can take that and go, I'm just as strong. I'm stronger. I'm, you know, and you can take on like those mantras using affirmations, using mantras, uh, the breath work, like you mentioned, um, mm -hmm. with my youngest, I tensed up and I would grab the bars and it not in a tense, bad way. It was, that's where I was sending the, the pain, right? Mm -hmm. Instead of me feeling the pain, I was expelling it through my hands right. by grabbing those bars. Right. Um, and like I said, that little brat was quick. <laughs> she was, yeah. She is my quickest. Um, and you actually said that it was really hard. I think what a lot of people don't realize is that, you know, you're wishing for this really fast birth. Oh, I hope it goes fast. I hope it goes quick. Okay, that's fine. Just heads up. If it is fast, then it is going to be furious. Mm -hmm. You really can't have one without the other. Your body is totally speeding up this process. And rather than this gradual increase of intensity or pain or whatever, it is just bam. You know, it's all at once. And it's at the, it's at the highest point of the the pain right i mean a, a normal contraction is like a wave it starts off really low gets really high See, and the highest part, i didn't have any of that it right is the shortest part so if you like that's what i'm trying to say if you don't have that gradual wave if your birth is going really fast it is at a 10 the whole time now maybe it only lasted like you said 20 minutes but it was a hellish 20 minutes because it is so fast and so furious and it is hard for you to mentally catch up with how quickly everything is happening. You don't have a chance to recover. You don't have a chance to get a game plan. I mean, it's just boom, everything is there. So careful what you, what you wish for guys. I just yeah. want you to know. <laughs> um, my oldest, uh, my water broke. 
started to break and then it broke within half an hour. And I had six hours of, or eight hours, I think it was, of gradual, slowly gradual. It, just, right. it, it was easy. And right. then my middle daughter, my water wouldn't break. So they broke it 45 minutes later. <laughs> and I was having no contractions. Wow. Um, actually, no, with her, I was having contractions. With my youngest, there was no contractions. There was no water breakage. There was nothing until they broke it 40 minutes later. And I, it was done from start to finish. No contractions to absolutely raging. And I was giving birth in 40 minutes. So yes, the quicker. Oh yeah. I, I, yeah. It took me a couple, I, it took me a good week to have enter, any energy after oh, sure. it was, that was draining, but you're right. It is, you know, do be careful what you wish for, right? Because <laughs> there's complications, not complications. Um, I'm going to stay away from that word. There are pros and cons to yeah. to each area having a c-section there's pros and cons right? right you don't rip your vagina in the process but you have you know uh you have a cut that needs to yes. be healed right um so you don't go through that but you still go through trauma there's trauma and i think that we forget that giving birth is a traumatic experience for us and our babies it's not just you know, this blessing, it is absolutely a blessing, but there is trauma in that blessing. We go through immense amounts of pain to create this new life, to, you know, bring it into the world and say, oh my goodness, look at her, or look at him. And just having that beautiful baby in your arms. So, and I'm going to, I'm going to say, I'm going to jump in here real quick. When you say that about trauma, I will go on to say though it doesn't mean you have to be traumatized mm -hmm. and I think that there's a big difference in understanding that yes your body has gone through some trauma or maybe even emotionally or mentally you might be experiencing that but you don't have to walk away from a childbirth experience feeling traumatized yeah. I think I think it's actually important again just based on how we started this conversation with fear I think that's some of what I want to help lift off that in the moment, woo, dang, hard as heck. You're going to be like, why am I doing this? This is, I can't imagine this. But then again, once it's over, here is your baby. You see that everything that you just went through had a purpose. It was not aimless pain. It was not for nothing. It is a labor of love for sure. And you can look back and feel like, oh man, that was so positive. Everything about it was, was good. It was right. What was happening in my body is normal and I'm thankful for it, you know? So. Absolutely. Wholeheartedly agree. Um, people take trauma to a different level that they don't need to, um, yeah. processing that trauma, regardless right. of what the trauma is processing it and say, there is a purpose to it. The trauma is one of our greatest benefits because mm -hmm. It shows us how to persevere, how to find love, how to find balance, yeah. and yeah. how to be grateful for it, right? Yes. Um, so yeah, definitely. It's it, all three times. <laughs> I won't do it again, but all three times that I've had children, it, it has been one of my greatest, greatest accomplishment, accomplishments was oh, yes. that experience. 
Yes. Um, and now I have three beautiful, amazing children to show for it. And it is definitely a labor of love. Uh, no disagreement there. All right. right. Is there anything you'd like to add before we get going? No, I, I would say that, you know, anyone that is listening, um, if you're an expecting parent and you're like, hey, yeah, I want to hear more about positive childbirth experiences. I would I don't have access to a doula in my area or, um, hey, what are some extra things that we could be learning or doing? Uh, whether that's just I would say be prepared. Really look into that childbirth education, really make sure that you are um yeah, that you're getting the education and the knowledge, the wisdom, the tips that you need before you walk into that birthing room so that you feel really confident in how you want to approach this, how you want to attack this, what is uh, the best way to not just uh, grin and bear it and get through this experience, but to embrace and sink into this process. Absolutely. All right. Well, for everybody watching or catching the replay, if you want to learn more or if you want some more information or just want to connect, please do so. You can find Micah's. Is it Micah? Micah. Micah. Yep. I said it wrong the first time. No, you're, you're good. No problem. It's an unusual name. You can find Micah's information in the description of this episode. Go and connect with her. Uh, check out her podcast, all of that fun stuff. Um, if you would like to join a community of women who are there to support other women, even through the journey of becoming a mother, uh, go and check out the Women Supporting Women Can Network. Um, there are a lot of categories that we speak in and, and talk about. So go and find somebody who, who has been through what you're going through. So go and check that out. Um, if you would like to be a guest speaker on the show, blogger, or if you'd like to see um, your brand featured as our sponsor, reach out to justalivetv.com. If you want to see a topic featured, you can reach out to me directly. And yeah, uh, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, it was my pleasure. Thanks, Melissa. All right. Well, I hope you all have a wonderful afternoon, morning, or evening, depending on where you're watching. Uh, and I will see you all on the next episode. Bye.